0: Hello, everybody. How are you this beautiful day? This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast Turn to God with Karen. It's on this podcast that we talk about and we give encouragement to each other through the trials and struggles that we have. We learn together through our experiences And we always know that we can lean on the Lord. We can turn to God about any situation, any problem that we're in. Please know that during this 10 to 15 minute episode, I'm not going to be lecturing down at you. I'm not going to be yelling and preaching at you. I'm sharing what I've learned and I would encourage us to learn together. During the month of January, we have episode topics to tie into a common theme and that is... Focus. One day last month, I heard on the news the word of the year, but when I heard it, my word of the year came to mind, and it was much different than what the news was indicating. Focus. During 2020, I made the decision to focus on the Lord in my life, Lord Jesus Christ, and not on the distractions of this world. Are you with me? Can we deliberately plan to focus throughout 2021? Well, let me summarize what we've covered so far. On January 4th, we talked about Clean the Slate. This is where we determined what is most important so we can prioritize and make changes, incorporate the new. We consider in what I do, does it represent the character of Jesus? And we talked about forgiveness. Is there something I need to approach the Lord with in repentance? Is there something I need to walk away from? And is there something keeping me from having peace? The next week, we had distractions everywhere. Air January 11th. And in John 10.10, we learned that the enemy, the devil, wants to steal, kill, and destroy us. In 1 Peter 5.8, we find that the enemy prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. That's a constant effort. We don't have to give, give in to the dark deceptions of the enemy, our adversaries. We don't have to give in to negative emotions. We have a choice. We don't have to take on fear, worry, anxiety, or anger. We have choices. We can turn to God, read and study the Word of God, deliberately develop a relationship with the Lord, and remember, it's important that we remember when and how the Lord has delivered us in the past. Isaiah 60, verse 2, contrasts the light of God with uh, God's love with the darkness of the enemy. And you can ask yourself in it, are you living... With a focus on the Lord or with a focus on emotions, confusion, and is it draining you of your energy? Okay, well that brings us to today. Today's episode concentrates on taking that step of faith. That's an action word. All around us we find chaos, confusion, and we're busy, so we try to navigate each day. There are temptations to change what we think and what we believe. If we don't watch it, our morals, our moral compass can be changed. We hear information that could cause us to have negative emotions, and we don't know what is the truth. In the midst of all of that, each person wants to know, why am I here? Why was I born in this time in history? What is my purpose, the reason that I was created? The Word of God tells us that our Creator gave each and every one of us a specific and unique purpose, even before we entered the womb. Do you know what it is? What are you good at? Where are your talents and abilities? Have you prayed about it? Have you asked the Lord? Maybe you have a calling and He has yet to reveal it to you. I can remember asking God while I was still a child, why was I born into a dysfunctional and violent family? And I thought for a while that the answer was so that I could protect and help my younger siblings from harm. And maybe part of it was that for a time. But I was not a great hero and things things happened that I could not prevent. So much later in life, after the Lord had delivered me from a life threatening domestic violence situation, I, that's when I realized that my calling was to share the testimony of what other, with others, what God had done for me. He delivered me so he can deliver you. I share many times that the Lord has rescued and delivered me, emphasizing that he can do it also for others. There was nothing special about me. What is special that anyone can do is that I turn to God with a humble, contrite heart, believing in Jesus, and now I'm an ambassador for Christ. And that's the key. Turn to God in authentic repentance, believe in Jesus, and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Well, what about you? Have you turned to the Lord? Do you know what your purpose is? Maybe you excel in music, medicine, science, taking care of children, or the elderly. Maybe you are really good with your hands, like in carpentry or plumbing. Whatever it is, you may know what you are good at doing. Can you test it to see if that is the unique thing that you were created for? If you focus on Jesus and not on the distractions of the world, you can find peace in what you're doing. If that is your path, does that job, that task, that career path give you peace? Or when you do it, are you aggravated, easily anxious, and simply you don't enjoy it? Well, that was a test I went through. I graduated from college in the financial arena. For a time, my career path was in areas of auditing, accounting, and risk management. So I was good at it at the level that I was at. And when I rededicated my life to the Lord, and especially after I retired, I worked to help others in personal finances with a nonprofit for a short time. But although I may have been good at what I did, and it was a good purpose, I cannot say that finance gave me peace. Where I share my testimony with others, When I write and do podcasts, I find peace and I sincerely enjoy what I do. And it does help the hurting, to find the Lord, to find healing and peace. Another test, does what you do line up with the Word of God? Or is it contrary to the Word of God? Jesus came to earth to serve the Lord and to serve mankind. When I read the greatest commandment, it is clear that we are here for the same ultimate purpose. What is the greatest commandment in Mark 12 and other places? To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength and to love your neighbor as yourself. We know in the parable of the Good Samaritan that your neighbor is those in need. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, here's another quandary. I found that there are things that you may do well and even enjoy, but those things you do may still not be what your primary purpose is. I know people that are good at many things. When i First rededicated my life to the Lord, knowing that I was already 60 years old. 60 years old! I felt a tremendous need to make up for lost time. I jumped in to do several good things, good tasks, and I became very busy very quickly. I was exhausted. Quality was sacrificed for quantity. And while I did a number of good, wholesome things, it was not what I had been created to do. I know that because, again, I did not have peace in it. Maybe you're still not sure what your unique purpose is. Maybe you've wondered about it for some time. What should you do? Well, this is what I recommend. Talk to the Lord about it. Ask. Just ask read and study the Word of God. Sometimes your answer is in there. Consider taking tests where you can find out your academic abilities and consider taking tests and find out what your spiritual gifts may be. Ask godly people what they have observed in you and evaluate where is it that you spend your time and what do you enjoy. Then of course go back to finding if you have peace in doing this or that and if it lines up with the Word of God. What's next? Oh, taking that first step. That first step of faith and pursue your purpose, your calling in life, always with your focus on the Lord. You're not always going to know exactly what that first step should be. You're going to have to take a step of faith and when you believe, you add that action to it. You are proving that you trust in the Lord. So, you say, I took that first step and I messed up. It, it turned out not to be what I, my first step should have been. What do you do if that first step does not turn out to be what it should have been? Do you give up? No, you go through the process I described before. Prayerfully ask the Lord, study the word, and so forth. Then you take another first step. Always knowing that God has a good plan for your life. He is well able to guide you in the direction you should go. Maybe there's a learning curve that, for you in that first time, first step, that misstep. I'm going to read to you a scripture in two different translations. Please notice that you are to first focus on the Lord, and then there's the provision. Psalm 37, 4 in the Passion Translation. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure in your life. And he will provide for you what you desire the most. Okay, in the New Living Translation it says, as again, Psalm 37, 4. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. I always pray, Lord God, give me the dreams and desires that you want me to have. Put them in me. Here's another passage that speaks on the Lord guiding you along your path, but you must first focus on Him. Proverbs 3, verse 6. In the Passion Translation, Become intimate with Him in whatever you do, and He will lead you wherever you go. Also in the New Living Translation, it says, also Proverbs 3, verse 6, Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. So there you have it. Focus on the Lord. Pray, asking for guidance, direction, what your purpose is. Receive through the still small voice, through the word, godly people, and then with courage and trust, take that step of faith. Put action in it. Always knowing that God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. Well... The most awesome thing that you could do for yourself is to decide to come to Jesus or to rededicate your life to Him. God's amazing love has been demonstrated for us in His willingness to sacrifice His only begotten Son for us. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then Jesus Christ Himself said in John fourteen six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by Me. In 1 John 1, verses 9 and 10, we learn how important it is to confess. Confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, in that we confess Forgiveness can be asked for and received. We believe and we trust in Jesus. I encourage you, regardless of where you stand in your relationship with the Lord now, I encourage you to please pray with me and pray out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son. And I know that Jesus suffered on the cross, even for me, to pay for my sins. And he defeated death. He arose from the grave. But I'm a sinner, Lord. I ask you to forgive me. I repent of my sins, all of them, and I walk away from them now. Please help me in that, because I will be tempted. I need you, Jesus. I am hopeless. I am nothing without you. I ask you, Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord for redeeming me. I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you said this prayer with me, you have begun your relationship with Jesus. And in that, I encourage you to read and study the Word of God. And in that, you'll learn more about the character of Jesus, the promises that you have. Always praise, always obey, and have gratitude as you grow in faith. And when you come to Jesus, believing and accepting Him, you are saved, born again. Jesus died once to pay for your sins. You are covered forever by His amazing grace. As a believer or as a follower of Jesus, it's in you. You will want to be more and more like Jesus. So when and if you mess up, the Holy Spirit shows you and guides you along your path. When you focus on Jesus, amazing things happen. Please know that God loves you and always has a good plan for your life. Take that first step in your calling. Take that step. In Jesus, you can experience inner peace, joy, and hope for a good future, even in the midst of challenges. Well, thank you for joining me in this episode of Turn to God with Karen. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, advocate, ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And I invite you to share any of your comments, suggestions. All feedback is welcome. You can go to my website, KarenJaneCasey.com to contact me. And that dot com. And when you go there, you'll see information about books, podcasts. Um, I even have uh, critical information, um, referral information for domestic violence situations. Well, thank you and God bless.